sound is working and we are live and we are live on both youtube and twitter so well first of all it's not my show i'm gonna let these two guys do it so you go ahead you go ahead ace go ahead and break it down for us all right well, welcome we have- to the last gift podcast we're actually on our episode six now it's been crazy it's been a wild ride anyway Wait, episode six six weeks kind of shocked Mm-hmm. Yep, episode six, Flash. Man. We time flying when you're having that's, fun. That's what I was gonna say. That's that all I gotta say. Um, we're gonna be on live. I think JP's we're live on Twitter right now too. I think right. Yes, you are live on Twitter as well. And people are gonna get the. Oh, oh let's go! I am so surprised. So honestly, hey, look. Let's look, get look. it, boys. Let's get it. You know, um, the intro's next, of course, as you can see. I'm going to leave the ticker where we can see it. Um, but uh, also, too, you know it's going to be a great show tonight. These two guys, they finally saw their first HBCU football game this weekend, or games. I don't know what all they watched. I know they watched the one in Miami Gardens. I was there. Um, and then as well, too, you know, we got a whole bunch of other stuff, too, coming along with that. But um, the intro's next. Uh, it's going to be a good show tonight. We're not going to react 100% to that Orange Blossom Classic tonight. And probably just a little bit. I'm, I'm going to save my thoughts for that tomorrow. But by all means, you know, it's going to be a fun show. Y'all stay tuned. Y'all don't go anywhere. Those of you on Facebook and YouTube, if you feel like you want to put your opinion in or we'd love to hear from you, please leave a comment. Leave your thoughts. And we'll get back to you. We'll post it up. And... You know, we'll make this thing roll like a well-oiled machine. So, with that being said, with 25 seconds, what do y'all got? Oh, also, we have a special guest tomorrow as well. Special guest tomorrow on Running Gun. Be here for that. And also, tonight will be a banger. Hopefully, it will be a banger because I I know it is. Anything else? Hopefully, it will be. There you go. There you go. That's how you And we will get... The Georgia game and the Knowles game, right? That's right. Oops. So, oh man, oh my goodness, I took myself, took myself right out. But um, by all means, y'all go ahead and get started. Or okay, wait.
Hold on one second. All right. Welcome to the kickoff segment. We're going to get going with the Baltimore Ravens. We haven't talked about them a lot, but we have a lot of news coming out of Baltimore this week. Um, starting off, we got Ravens running back injuries are piling up. We have uh, their promising third-year player, Justice Hill. He's now out for the season with the torn Achilles. That's uh, in addition to J.K. Dobbins already tearing his ACL. And in uh, subsequent news with that, they're going to sign Le'Veon Bell this today to a, contra- a one-year deal to, for some running back depth. They have announced, um, Coach Harbour has announced that it's going to be Gus Edwards starting. Tyson Williams is going to be the backup running back to what I want to say. So Le'Veon is right now insurance policy in case something happens to either two guys. Hopefully, uh, Flash, what do you got to say with Le'Veon? Hopefully, he actually works out good with that. Well, first of all, I mean, that's just unfortunate luck for the uh, for the Baltimore Ravens having so much injuries and stuff. I know a bunch of people are very upset about that, and I would be too. I would, at, at that point, think my franchise is cursed, even though that might be a bit too far, but I would be deeply concerned for the Baltimore Ravens. But they signed Le'Veon Bell. I hope um, I hope he turns out good for them. Yeah. Also, um, Ravens also made another move that they signed a tight end – Mark Andrews for a four-year, $56 million contract extension. Highest paid now, I believe, in tight ends. Yeah. Uh, ooh. You know, I think he is. But, you know, back yeah, to that. they announced yesterday he is. Back to that Le'Veon Bell thing, you know, honestly, it would be wise for the Baltimore, yeah, the Baltimore Ravens to go ahead and go get Le'Veon Bell or talk. Really, I would rather go with Le'Veon Bell because, I mean, Le'Veon Bell's got more championship experience and he's more durable at this point, too. He doesn't, he's not dealing with arthritis. Oh, I would agree with that. Oh, you, I have to that you that. didn't um, clarify over Todd Gurley you're talking about there. Yeah. I, I don't think you actually said Todd Gurley. Oh, my bad. But, I mean, I, but Sorry. I would rather go with Le'Veon Bell. I. Oh, yeah, with that, Le'Veon Bell, just for because of the championship experience, as you just said. Yeah, and then, I mean, because of because of the fact, too, that, you know, he's also, he's also been released, this guy. I would also go with uh, Latavius Murray as a backup. I know, I know Ace may feel that he's not good enough, but I'm going to just tell the truth. Look. Yeah, Ace. Why? Why? What's your feelings about Latavius Murray? Nothing except the fact that he lost his job to undrafted rook, uh, undrafted second year player. That's the last player. He, he. I mean, he you do realize it's a thing called hard work. And an undrafted second year player could probably have a better work ethic. Yeah, well, he had this. He was the back, the number two running back heading into the preseason, and he got thoroughly outperformed by T- Tony Jones Jr. Like, hey, look at how is, they played. That's a shot. Murray, he missed his pass blocks. He fumbled the ball in the red zone. It, it added up with Octavius, and it was, and he was a dude like four million or something this year. So they actually saved money by releasing him anyway. But I guess he's a somewhat of a good running back to have if you need depth at this point, but I would rather him be like, go to like one or more, like where he'd be a number two instead of being a number three, because you're going to gonna have to pay, and he's an all right back at this point, but he's not going to fit what I think what the Ravens are doing. 
Because they already have that power back already in Gus Edwards. Just true. Just true. Um, that 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 is some valid points. I'm not going to disagree with those. That's true. I mean, but see, I would, um, I know that our. I would still say that because you know, injuries are the name of the game and stuff, and it's gonna happen. I would still keep Le'Veon Bell around because I mean, not Le'Veon Bell, Latavius Murray. Oh my goodness, I would still keep Latavius Murray on roster because I mean, look, you know, you're one play away. You're always one play away, and you added depth couldn't hurt anything and stuff. Devontae Freeman, even, as it goes across the bottom line, I would consider him, too. He's been released by the Saints. Oh, we have actually some breaking news. I would definitely consider that. Um, Texans are signing Danny Amendola to a one-year, $2.5 million deal. That's from Tom Palacero, six seconds Okay. Hey, honestly, that's, that's good for Dan Amendola. I mean, it really is. It's not. That's not I mean, a bad that, move. that team could use I mean, anyone. That's actually a great transition point for us. But see, now the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good transition to um. But see, now the thing is too is how much is that really going to help Houston? What else is going on in Houston? No. Talk about Taylor. We got to talk about this boy or not? Man got screwed over in Los Angeles. That's that's flat out how it is. He 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 got kind of screwed. I mean Herbert was gonna eventually start, but the the team doc just kind of screwed him over when they stuck a, a a legit needle all into his lung. So at least I'm happy for him now. He gets another starting job. I'll be with the circumstances going on in Houston and whatnot. At least he's starting. I think that's good for them. What do you guys think? I mean honestly, I I look at it like I mean. We know why he's there. He's he's gonna just you know be that layover quarterback needed until the next guy comes along that they draft. Although I think the McNair family can't really get anything right for Houston. And then I mean honestly too, you know Deshaun Watson with his drama. So I mean he's just a guy to come in to kind of weather the storm. He's used to coming in in these types of situations as well. So I mean he's that's gonna be the name of the game. You dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I always notice that Tyrod Taylor is always out of their franchise whenever things go in a mess. Like, you know, especially when the Browns were bad, the Chargers were kind of rebuilding as well. You know, you, you kind of notice it. Also, um, I noticed 49ers have signed Josh Norman as well. But they re- re- released Latavius Murray. Oh, no, I'm tripping. 49ers signed Josh okay. Norman. Saints signed... That's been Trafant, and they released your boy Latavius Murray. How do you feel about that? I think it's good. We already talked about Latavius. I, uh, yeah. I think both signings are good for their respective teams. Trufant had a bit of a, a kind of a weird situation with Tim Chicago, I think, this offseason. There was some news with that. I don't quite remember who was reporting it, but I remember they were talking about how he had, like, a family emergency, and then he missed like most of the training camp and whatnot, so he ended up being one of the roster cuts. So it's it's a low low up um low downside I guess you say like you can't really lose with Desmond Trufant or Josh Norman for that matter because both, both are on relatively cheap contracts. Right. 
That's true. That's very true. You, you cannot beat cheap co cheap contracts at all. Um, I also noticed that uh, Saquon is also oh, yeah. near full return. I'm excited for that. But I, I, I don't want to spend too much time on that. I want to actually spend some time on the uh, the week one on predictions. All right. Well, you know, I'm glad you Thursday right. night. I'm read Cowboys Wait, hold on. Wait, what were you saying, Ace? Cowboys votes. Hold on. Wait, what were you saying, Ace? Well, I, I was saying, uh, JP, if you want to get ready to like write down whose predictions, what. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of sets you up this so you can get. Go ahead. Get whose prediction. I was going to read it through. But, uh, so go ahead. Yeah, hey, Cowboys. Are you doing it? Are... Alright, I got bucks on Thursday night. So both of them are going Buccaneers. No bucks. Okay, as I look down, yeah. I'm not ignoring you guys, America. I'm 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 writing this down as they say this. Um Alright. Eagles so um, are you gonna put your picks out tomorrow or tonight? I'm gonna get mine tomorrow. Eagles and Falcons. Oh Eagles. Okay. Eagles. Interesting. Yeah, you know I'm a Cardinals Titans. I, 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 I think I, I think I think Jalen Hurts is being severely underrated right now. Probably. Cardinals Titans. Yep. Um, I'm, I, I, I'm, I actually I think I think the birds will take care of that one actually. Titans are good, but I think the Cardinals yeah. might be better. All right, what Jordan type? What, what JP type the stuff down before we keep moving? All right, wait, what did you I'll say for that one? We'll just give our predictions for today. What did you say for that one, Ace? Both of us taking the Dirty Birds. For the Cardinals and Titans? Both of us taking the Dirty Birds for Cardinals and Titans. Yeah, we hope. You guys know the Cardinals aren't yeah. called Dirty Birds. And Eagles. Yeah. Uh, Steelers and Bills. Oh, we know the Falcons are the Dirty Birds. Yeah. Steelers and Bills. Steelers. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Uh, Actually, Bills. Ooh. I gotta go with Bills. Uh, Vikings and Bengals. Vikings. Yeah, I have to go Vikings. He's thinking about that one. He's not too sure because he's like, golly, they both are just that that I'm that a, that that Chase pick is going is sinking faster than his draft. That Jamar Chase pick is giving me some questions right now. I don't know how much better of a team the Bengals are from last year, so I gotta go with the Vikings. 40, 49ers, Forty Niners Lions. 49ers and who? Lions. 49ers. Lions. Just for the hell of it. I said 49ers. Wow, you are daring. Um, the Seahawks and Colts. Seahawks. Seahawks. Okay. Uh, Chargers and Washington. Carson Wentz hasn't had any time to get his uh, receivers. Chargers. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna have to go. Char Chargers, yeah, I have to go Chargers. Well, the brothers really stick together on this show. Um, Jets and Panthers. You know what? You know, I, 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 I want to see what the Jets can do. Let, let, so you let, let's say Jets. All right, Jaguars oh and Texans. Jags. Jags. Both are a fine show. I'm not watching the game. Yeah, no, I think I'll probably see that game on Red Zone this weekend. Um, okay, Browns and Chiefs. Whoa, oh, Chiefs. oh. Browns. I'm going to say Browns. 
Oh my gosh, how did I get on here? I'm, I'm 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 I got some questions for the Chiefs that they that they need to answer. Wait, so the Browns, especially with that with that with that offensive line, I got some questions for the Chiefs. Okay, wait. So both of you guys are going Browns for that one. No, I'm going. I mean, there's some question for the Browns too, but I think I think the Browns got a better front that might that might be the difference maker. Browns secondary about to get the fourth probably. Gotcha, gotcha. If you guys ever pop back up on here, hopefully you guys do soon. Um, okay, we're gonna keep this going. America gets to see that beautiful face. Uh, uh, I know, right? They already see. They already saw it. What last weekend, <laughs> Saturday night? Uh, Dolphins, you... Dolphins and the Patriots. Tua. Okay. Dolphins. Uh, not Patriots. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm... Patriots. Just to split it up because he's he's just saying the same thing on things. I'll go I'll go Patriots. That was a toss up for me anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say he is New England, so I'll go New England. If it was in Miami, I'll take Miami, but it's in New England, so I'll take New England. Fair enough. Uh Packers and Saints before we transition to the NHL here soon. We got like four more. Clips. Snoopy, Packers or Saints? Who you got? Packers? We asked or Saints. You. We asked you, we didn't ask the dog. Ace, go ahead and drop your pick. Snoopy just blicked for the Saints. But uh I, I'm yeah. a, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the MVP, man. Saints. I I don't know about their defense. You know. Broncos. I think Jameis will play oh, good. You but just proved I, yourself to be a casual. You just proved, proved yourself to be a casual. All right. You're you're banned from talking Saints. All casual. Right, not, not, I mean, Saints defense are mad. They're, they're mad. They are mad. They are mad, all right? You're, 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 now I you're tripping if you're thinking the Saints defense is elite against Aaron Rodgers. Okay, Broncos and the and the Giants, because we got to No, get... that, that defense is, is mediocre, all right? Broncos. Mediocre. All right, so Broncos. All right, he, all right, I've invalidated his opinion. Broncos, move on. Okay. Not going to lie. I said Broncos. Bears, Rams. Uh, Rams. Not much of a question there. Rams. They're, they're, they're starting Andy Dalton. I think that's uh, a clear answer. Ravens and the Raiders. On Monday night football. Is Andy Dalton a good quarterback? Ravens. Move on. He said no. All right. And Ravens. Next, Ravens. We're already late into the NHL. Come on, hurry up. He wants the dogs. That's not all on. Snippy. Ravens. Uh, he says Ravens. He says Ravens. He's smiling hard for the Ravens. You All like right. the Ravens? Okay. That dog is a baby. Okay, I can't move that. Um, Alright, so yeah, let's go ahead and dive into the NHL here. So what do y'all got for the NHL? Surprise me. Wow me. Because I don't know what's going on in this league. Well, this is... I saw a tweet a saying that the, uh, the, 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 the Carolina Hurricanes are actually going to be Stanley Cup contenders. Do you agree with that, Ace? I, 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 I saw some reporters saying uh, that, that the Carolina a, Hurricanes are going to be man. Stanley Cup contenders. Ace, go ahead. You, the floor is yours. Maybe you should actually read that was the player so I can give the context because that was a player saying that. Mm. But, you know, I guess you weren't exactly I saw somewhere on Twitter. 
So I'll give the context. Alright. Yeah, yeah, that's probably me from retweeting that. It's, um... So it's, um, from the continuation of last week's story with the, uh, Yasperi Kakanyami going to Carolina with the offer sheet. So Montreal declined to match it, so they're getting a first and a third round pick in compensation. While Carolina's getting Kakanyami at his $6.1 million deal. Where Montreal then took that same first round pick that they're going to get, and they put a, like a condition on it, so it's going to be whatever the better pick is between their own and Carolina's. That's going to Arizona with the second round pick for Christian Dvorak. He's like a solid defensive kind of forward who could produce some points for you on the offense. But then Kakanyemi said to decided to join this team because he thinks they can compete for a Stanley Cup. And on my Twitter, I tweeted yet. Well, see, he even he knew it was a Cinderella run last season, so. I don't. To answer your question, Flash, my bad for like cutting you off earlier. It's um, nah, I don't think they're gonna be Stanley Cup contenders in the sense like they're gonna be better than Montreal, but um, they're not getting to the Stanley Cup probably. Fair enough. I mean, honestly, you have, man, I can get behind that. As far as a Stanley Cup contender, I really, I, I'm looking at um, I'm looking at the Avalanche, honestly. Maybe they'll kind of pick up where. I feel like they're going to be new season. Vegas, I think. I, I mean, would, Vegas is going to take a step back. Also. Oh yeah, I think Vegas. Avalanche. I think Avalanche is going to take a, take. It's going to leapfrog them. Yeah, I, it's like Vegas. Just to me, it just seems like they always they have a team that's good enough to get them there, but they always something always goes wrong. Like Lady Luck, as Vegas would have it just seems to run out and they can't seem to kind of you know just transition to the next step and get to the Stanley Cup final and pull it off so that's why I think the Avalanche are going to be the team out of that side um I mean I know a lot of and I know a lot of Lightning fan hashtag go bolts are saying you know Lightning like three feet but I mean I I'm not I'm not the biggest hockey expert here I don't know how hockey works in that sense, but I, I do. I can honestly say, whatever sport it may be, and you can even ask Alabama and the Patriots the same thing. It's very hard to go three in a row. Even the, I don't even think the Cowboys won three in a row back in the nineties. But I, I, I leave it at that. I know a lot of people are hoping for that, but I'm also, in, I'm also honest. You, you nailed that thing, man. Flash, what you got for the Carolina Hurricanes? Uh, I would not. I would not go as far as calling you know, Stanley Stanley Cup contenders. Snoopy, I think you could agree with that, right? What? Oh my god! Why are you giving me that look? You don't agree? Oh god! Oh dear! Come on, think. Can we focus? Uh, and, 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 and. Yeah, Snoopy okay. agrees. He is very down on the uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. So uh, the Avalanche is going to leapfrog the yeah. Las the Las Ve- the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Um, I cannot speak of um, what else is going to happen for the West. That dog got what's going on in, in that entire conference. That dog awesome. Yeah. Um, hey, do you do you think um, the the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to be a first round exit again this year? Um. Hmm. Yeah. 
another first round exit for the Toronto Maple Leafs. They, gonna they pen- haven't made a move. We're gonna pencil they that one down. I to think they can get past where they were last year. I mean, honestly, that that entire Eastern Conference might be a very t- tough conference in a nutshell. Ooh, uh, y'all want to talk about these Olympics or not? I'm interested by this. So I saw this actually. They they're gonna allow the players to go back to the Olympics. I'm seeing or go to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. It's in Beijing. They're particip- It's like yes, middle of February. They have like a set of days off for the Olympics, and mm-hmm. then like the latter the latter half of the um, month in the later parts of the Olympics. I think they're gonna start back playing, but. Some of the guys are still going to be in the Olympics, so then they'll have to bring up some other guys to play and fill up their spots. Okay. So here's my question. Why – well, not well. that's not really the question. Does the NHL allow college players to join the pros like how the NBA does if the, guy, if the college kids are good enough? Do they do that? Yes and no, I think. I'm not entirely sure on that. Okay. I know you could play, you could join the NHL after your college season is over and you sign your entry level contract. Like you already have signed your entry right. level contract. That's right. what happened with uh, Cole Caulfield in Montreal. They like went to the Frozen Four, they finished the season, and then he joined the Canadians. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. their organization. Right. So I think you, I think you can join after you, like you have to be like certain age. I think at a point or something like that. And then if your college season's finished, you can't like leave in the middle of your college season. I don't think. I mean that that would make sense, and but I, like, yeah, I, okay, I got, I got you, I got you, I got you. Okay. Um. But remember, they have the AHL too, so they have guys they could just bring up from the AHL. Yeah. The American Hockey League. That is very true. That's. I mean, there 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 are some good, there are some quality players in that league as well. I think the, 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 the NHL as a whole has a good farming system overall within all the teams, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm learning stuff tonight about this. I, I didn't know about all this and stuff. But that's that's really interesting. Hey, hey, Flash, I got a question for you before we finish up on the NHL. I know you love you some uh, Nikita Kucherov party time. You want to get into it or no? Yeah, why not? Russia, Russia getting lit right now. <laughs> I mean, I would too. I mean, if if I'm die hard over hockey and stuff, I would go lit after seeing the Stanley Cup on my home grounds. Point. Yeah, they are. Um, I mean, especially especially, especially with the borders reopened up, and and and, and 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 like people, it's not confined to only like the United States certain only, places. and in certain right. places. Yeah, I would go crazy. Yeah. I would get drunk, uh, have, have some whatever they drink over there, drink, whiskey. I think. They well, drink vodka. And, They're not getting as bad and, as and just, in Tampa, but vodka. vodka. They do vodka. Yeah. Well, well, I drink all the vodka I can that my liver can handle. Boy, your liver will crash up so quickly. Your liver may crash yourself. Just a lick of that will make you crash. You alcoholic dog. My gosh, I thought a dog alcoholic. Jeez. 
Hey, is, is, is Snoopy an alcoholic? Or that's something that's, that we're going to keep off the camera? Easy. Golly. <laughs> Good Lord. All right. So we are in our third period of the Last Kid Podcast. We are in our NBA section. And first up on tap is LaMarcus Aldridge has been cleared to play in the NBA again. And he has decided to return with the Brooklyn Nets. So the Brooklyn Nets are probably back to what they were last year at full strength. Ace, how how do you feel about that? With what? what, LaMarcus Aldridge? I mean, it's going to be the battle of the uh, AARP squad. AARP squad, I should say, with the Lakers and Nets. But, I mean, what can I say? Well, Marcus, it's great to see he's back on the court. Um, cause I know he had that I'm personally happy for court. the man. Yeah, for the man, yeah, I'm happy that he's back playing the sport that he loves after his uh, scare with that heart issue he had during the season. But, I mean, they brought in him and Millsap. They have, um, they're just bringing in these old former uh, all-stars, right? There was a meme I saw out there with the uh, Lakers, with the guy who was going like this. And what a former all-star player, free agent on a, a minimum contract, the Lakers are going to be interested. Well, um, that's the same kind of a concept um, with the Nets. So, I mean, I, mean, I know you, you, you don't mind the Lakers' age, right? So I guess I'm, no not too, I'm not too, too concerned about the Lakers' age. Not yet. I got to see how they perform in the, in the season. I know the Lakers, if they notice something wrong, they will trade before the trade deadline. I mean, I think me and you can both agree on that. And same with the Nets. They will make moves to make sure that their teams are prime for the, for the NBA championship. So that's just how I view it right now. Yeah. I, I'm actually intrigued how both of these teams play, but I but something tells me some of these faces that we see right now are not going to be there by the trade deadline. I think you could agree that, with that. That's a fair statement, yeah. Totally also, Paul Millsap is also, is also going to the Brooklyn Nets. I thought All you right? mentioned that. That's why I didn't bring it up. My bad. I did not mention that earlier, but yes, Paul Millsap is to the Nets. DeAndre Jordan has been traded from the Nets to the Pistons, and now... He he's he got bought out and he's being signed to the Los Angeles Lakers on a one year two point six million dollar contract. That's another center so that the Lakers could have. Is the one who got traded to the Nets. Just helping you out to pronounce it. Dumboya and who was right. like a former eighth overall pick, I think, actually like two years ago self. Or three years ago at this point now. Three drafts ago, let's just leave it at that. He was like the youngest player in it. So that's a promising young Ford actually they get in Brooklyn. So that, that works out for them, I guess. And then you got Julio Okafor. He was actually, this is his second tenure with the Nets, I think. He was with them back in the D-Lo days. Oh, yeah, the good yeah. old D-Lo days. He, he, he's Nets. just a I, I assume Okafor is just a body there on the roster. I don't think he'll stay long. Yeah, but, um, only time will tell. I mean, who knows? I mean, that man's been bouncing around the league up and down, left, right, east, west, north, south. He he hasn't been that bad when he gets, like, starting minutes. His defense is still questionable and all that crap. But he can get you buckets if you need it. 
that's kind of at this point what he is, but he doesn't have that opportunity anymore. And, uh, you know, you want to know something, Ace? You want to know something? What I just thought of. I think the Lakers centers are going to get easy lobs left and right, up and down. Oh, yeah. They're going to get easy lobs. Like, like, do you understand that Russell Westbrook made Alex Len look like it was made him look like he's a decent starting center and <laughs> to make Stephen Adams a hundred million dollar player? Exactly. So I mean, I, I mean, now that Russell Westbrook actually has some decent centers for once, and and Marcus Saul and Anthony Davis and those boys, and and even even Dwight Howard. I mean, do you understand how easy it is for the Lakers to get like lobs and stuff? With him and LeBron James, all they gotta do is just toss it up. It's for, well, at least for those boys, at least I'll say it. I'll say it like that some, because because one of them because uh, of how easy Russell Westbrook yeah. makes it. Even LeBron James yeah, too. Some, well, Flash, let me say this one. So some of the, one uh, talking heads, I can't remember who's out there on ESPN or Fox. Um, they were saying how Rondo's gonna take Anthony da- is the perfect player for Anthony Davis, and I'm like. Okay, Davis was good when Rondo was the point guard, but everybody on the planet knows Russell Westbrook is better than Rajon Rondo at this point, right? And even as of right now, as a facilitator, that. yes, I'll, I'll have to agree with that. Yeah, at this point, like players overall, Westbrook was always better, but um, as like pastors and playmakers, it was um kind of um. It was I would say like well, back in two thousand and eight to to like twenty thirteen ish, or what? before Rondo's fallout with the with the Mavericks, I do yeah. think, I think back then it was all Rondo. But ever since the fallout with the Mavericks and stuff, I think Westbrook has taken over, especially like yeah. post like twenty fifteen and on. I think Westbrook has taken over in terms of passing abilities and stuff. And do you want know surprisingly his passing abilities is super underrated. Mm-hmm. Which is insane, but I mean that that's another discussion for another day. Well, I'm not really going to talk about that. Yeah. But um, I I assume our Rajon Rondo has um joined the Lakers on the assumption that he's going to be a a, uh, a six man or something. I I, I was just going to say a six man. Yeah. Because um, well, I think because honestly, to be honest, team. the Lakers really do not have a backup point guard. When you think well, about it, they got Kendrick Nunn. Oh yeah, that's true. He's a combo kind of guard, more offensive oriented, but he can play defense too. But um, well, I think with Rondo, I think, I, I think he got I, mad I, I, with Kawhi I, I, during the first round or something like that. Remember, he got super I, I pissed off with Kawhi. Because remember, like Kawhi took a shot and he's like, "But I was right there. What are you doing, man?" <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, there's a lot of things in the NBA that goes beyond closed doors. Uh, I wish I know myself. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah. But well, I think I think Rondo... going on behind closed doors, you want to get into um, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons because Embiid said there's no beef between him and Simmons. I, I can I believe that. You could have you could have you you could have beef with an organization and not have beef with with, with some of your with teammates. Because, because because t- I think I think the players have understand that in the end it's a business. Yeah. And like and, and like they know like the team is not is will not hesitate to trade you if they don't like you. So yeah. I think I think Joel Embiid understands that. Yeah. I, I don't think between now, him and Embiid, Simmons and Embiid there's not probably beef, but I think 
there's tension between Simmons, front office, and head coach. Oh, definitely Simmons and head coach, and maybe the front office too. I do not yeah. know what's going on with Ben Simmons as of right now. Well, they, they said the Cavs are still interested in him. I mean, honestly, like if I, he I does I end up on the Cavs, that's 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 a quick, almost a career ender, but we won't get into that. That, I would not call that a career ender. It's not a career ender. That's kind of over. If, if, if it, it, I, I will have to politely disagree with you. So crowded, they'd have. Well, I mean, I'm assuming uh, Philadelphia would want like Garland or and or Sexton in that deal, which would allow Simmons to become more of the point guard of that team. But if they keep one of the two guards. That front court is so crowded in Cleveland. I don't. I can't see how that's gonna work. I I, I would rather see Ben Simmons on the Timberwolves, have him with D'Angelo Russell, yeah. have him with Patrick Beverly, have him with Carl Anthony Towns, have him with Anthony Edwards. I think I think he'll be a great power forward on that team, a passing power forward too. You know. Yeah. And and, well, and he'll be and in he'll the be paint defense. a little bit more. He'll be the defense. That's what the Timberwolves needed for like the last four years. They've needed defense. I think I think he'll have a much bigger role on the Timberwolves at that point. And, and he, well, he could be. He, he, I mean, that. I mean, I I like it. My, my turn. I like I like that. I like that. <laughs> I don't know why. The wait, wait, was that the Bulls forward that just like, All right, boy. Yes, I don't know why that horn went off. So was late. that like in your soundboard? It was, but I, I don't know why it went off so late. I made it back finally. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what happened. But, America, I made it back. I survived. We were having a good discussion, but, but he has resurrected himself. After a pretty good discussion, I think. We had no arguments. <laughs> that, that, was, that was an interesting comeback. I'll say that. That was a, that was a fun comeback. I just, I just want America to know I did not pull a Paul Pierce and go away for a few minutes. <laughs> I'm gonna just do like Lamar. Yeah, I want to talk about that. I we we're yeah, in the NBA, talk about that. You want to go? There? We're in the NBA segment, so I might as well talk about it. I didn't pull a Paul Pierce. All right, I'll let y'all talk. Oh <laughs> I'm just gonna say it now. Right. I'm back with a minute, a minute left, like Lamar Jackson. And I'm gonna we're gonna go win this thing, okay? I just want y'all to know that. All right, let's talk about this Paul Pierce in a minute. Let's talk about Paul Pierce for a minute. I know we said you couldn't talk. You couldn't talk about certain things, and yeah, always talked about LeBron. I mean, oh yeah, of that's course, he can't out of his mouth. Of course. Oh come on, like he—he he, he loves LeBron. Yeah, you know, he, he has LeBron's name in his mouth all day long, wide open. Yes. Now nah, he had other things in his mouth too. But I, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, he even he even said this on the air. I don't want a taste of it. I want the whole load of it. He said it's on air. Okay, we're done. <laughs> All right, we're done. Let's talk about some good stuff here on uh, <laughs> Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis Grizzlies are retiring Zach Randolph's number fifty and Tony Allen's number nine jerseys on January twenty eighth against the Jazz. They don't Paul Pierce. Good news to end the segment, I think. Congrats to both Zebo and Tony. Nah, I think I, I think I think in terms of the Grizzlies, um, they have their their jerseys well earned, retired. Yeah. Well, I won't be surprised. Marcus Saul and Mike Conley are going to be next in about like five years, I'd say, when they get their jerseys retired. 
And we are now into the fourth quarter, you guys. The moment we oh, have college football is back. College football is back, and we have some insane hot takes about college football, guys. We already, Michael Irving and that man was already saying that the 80s Miami teams were more dominant than these current Nick Saban Alabama teams. (laughs) And he he had the audacity to say that after Miami got blown out, after Miami got blown out, and you're still talking smack. No, no. I I can't imagine what kind of kid. Now, Michael on. Irvin was on the playground courts. I can I can imagine what kind of kid he was. Hold on, hold on. He could trash talk. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the challenge flag because I need to explain something. So I'm gonna go ahead and mute Flash when I say this. So first things first. All right, go. I'll stay quiet. It's fine. So first things first. Um, is Michael Irvin kind of reaching a little bit? Yes, yes, he is. But at the same, because well, first of all, because Alabama's dynasty is really unmatched, and by the time they get done stacking up championships, they're going to definitely be unmatched. But also, we need to look at Miami's dynasty in the '80s and and look at what they did at the time. Alabama, I mean, Miami's dynasty was something because Miami, mind you, Miami had no championships at the time when that dynasty started. Alabama under Saban had already had a whole bunch of rings and stuff. Alabama was already a blue blood. Miami had already been playing football for years on end. So, and Alabama didn't just start with Saban. Alabama's had, what, three different dynasties, I think. Now, here's the thing with Miami and Michael Irvin. Those guys came along at a time when a lot of teams were just dom- Teams like Notre Dame, Penn State, Ohio State, those teams were dominating. And all of a sudden, this team full of black dudes comes, uh, I shouldn't say it like that, but this team with swagger comes up and starts beating the daylights out of everybody else. And national media didn't like that. Because why? Partially, they were all black. And they played with swagger. And they did it differently than a lot of teams did. And, And nobody could stop it. Not even, not Oklahoma, not Notre Dame for the most part. Nobody could stop it. And then people didn't also like how how Miami kind of retired Jerry Faust, who was the head who's the head coach at the time of Notre Dame before Lou Holtz came in. So I mean there there's a lot of factors there that you have to consider. Miami's dynasty is rather special. And Alabama's is too. I I still would say in the long run when we look back on it. Alabama under Saban is going to be more storied than Miami under Schellenberger and Jimmy Johnson. It will be because of the amount of talent that's been produced and different eras and stuff, and people are going to remember the most recent thing. But I, I will say Alabama and their dynasty deserve – you know, Miami and their dynasty deserve the credit that is due. Because honestly, if, if you want to be real – and I'm going to say this, but then I'm going to unmute him. If you want to be honest – Guys like Michael Irvin, who went to Miami back in the 80s, to, in present day, would go to Alabama. And it's, it's just the truth, because Nick Saban recruits Florida about as, if not better, just as much than, say, all the coaches in the state, like Butch Davis, uh, Willie Simmons, Mike Norvell, and all these guys. 
Nick Saban lives in Florida recruiting speed and talent. And it's just the truth. Now I'm going to unmute Flash. So he's been unmuted. Well, that's a nice history lesson to know. I didn't uh, know about the, the 80s Miami teams. But I, I will say this. Um, I mean, the, the line that when Michael Irvin says that the 80s Miami teams were more dominant than Nick Saban and Alabama teams, I still feel like it's a little bit far-fetched. I mean, it, you, it, you, you it, feel me? It, it is. I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, when you kind of look at it, Alabama's Alabama's dynasty under Nick Saban is it's it's already they've already gotten more championships under Saban than Miami has in total. So I mean, and by the time they get finished, it's gonna be like you know Miami in the '80s, Alabama now. It's gonna be just there's no there's no comparison by the time they get done. But at the same time, too, I mean, like I said, the athletes that were going to Miami at the time back then are the same type of guys that are going to Alabama now. Because, like I said, Nick Saban, Amari Cooper, where did he play? He's from down south. He's from South Florida. Guys like that, like that would have went to Miami back in the 80s. Hint, hint, Michael Irvin. Brian and Benny Blades. Al Blades. Uh, all those guys. Melvin Bratton. Uh, Jerome Brown. Like th- Those guys nowadays... Are going to Alabama, and it's just the fact that you know Saban has dominated college football, and he's stolen the state from the teams in Florida. Hence, why the teams in Florida are not that good anymore, as they used to be back then and in the nineties. I don't. I, mean, I could definitely agree with that. I know VJ's. I mean, I'm giving this history lesson. No, I mean, I know, I mean, I, I, I know, I know, I know, I'm aware of this one dude that used to play for Alabama, that uh went to Armwood. He now plays for Cincinnati, and I'll tell you something right now. That man, Jerome Ford, that man has been, he's been balling out at Cincinnati as a running back. I, keep it, keep, keep, keep a name on him, all right? That's a guy that you want to keep your eyes open. That man was so fast on the track. He, he would look, he would just look behind every time he crosses the finish line. That's how fast he was. Interesting. But, yeah, but I got a question now. So I know you guys watched the Orange Blossom Classic this past weekend. And I want – what was y'all, y'all's takeaway from your guys' first HBCU game? I'm curious. Uh, their, march, their marching bands are on another level. Okay. Uh, I, I, I will have to agree with Ace, too. Um, it might, it might be one of the best in the country, if not probably better than, than Ohio State's, possibly. Dude, every all these bands down here in the South and in the HBC world are better than Ohio State. I can honestly tell you. Like, I mean, Ohio, Ohio, Ohio State is probably the only co- like close comparable thing I've seen to what they did down Miami. They literally dunked on uh, Jackson State. Fam, you literally yeah. dunked on them. Yeah, I know. I know. And then the funny part about it was... See, FAMU was still playing the because HBCU HBC bands have a thing called the fifth quarter where both teams trade off shots and play songs. And FAMU was still playing. FAMU was still playing while Jackson State was walk, marching out of the stadium. And the funny thing about it was, what all these people said the sonic boom of the South was going to dominate the March of the Hundred, but they definitely did not. They, they oh boy. Oh boy! 
But, but I guess they're like, all right. the, the style all right, of the so, play is kind of different, too. Wait, say, 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 say that again, Ace? I mean, yeah, say that again, Ace? No, I'm saying, like, the style and how they play, it's not like, it's nothing like the Big Ten, uh, Big 12. It's not like the SEC. It's, it's kind of like its own unique kind of football, in a sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. I mean, like, and honestly, too, I'm, I'm glad to know that uh, Willie Simmons is going to start the true freshman, Junior Maradovich, next week, and I think rightfully so. I think that was the consensus. That, that, that's going to help a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the consensus amongst a lot of us in that stadium coming out of it. But, I mean, we'll, we'll talk more about it tomorrow, of course. I, I don't hear. But, you, you know. But go go ahead. Go All right, ahead. All right, guys. I know. I know. We gotta start getting moving on this. Uh, all right, back to Alabama, Miami, Georgia, Clemson. That beatdown. Or was it stolen? Oh my. Ace, we haven't talked. Yeah, we haven't actually talked about the game. I bet you got it. Flush. Go ahead. I didn't think it was much of a contest. That's why Peeps. I didn't want to talk about. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. You have a lot to say about that Alabama, Miami game. I mean, it was it went kind of like how I expected it to go. That went exactly how I expected it to go. <laughs> focus, focus, focus. Um, but yeah, honestly, I mean, the Miami, the Miami, uh, the Miami Alabama game went exactly how I expected it to go. To be honest with you, and like, let's be real with you, Miami was I second that. Miami came out and played scared. I'm just going to call it what it is. And Ed Reed looked frustrated. He looked frustrated. He looked like, I need to get out of here. <laughs> he, he pulled a Kobe Bryant after um after he, after he his jersey retirement ceremony. He just walked out. Exactly. And the thing about it is he can't walk out because he's like the, he's like the president of player, of player development or something like that. And the other one's got to be tough, man. The other one, too. I, I, I know for a fact all those Miami players are getting chewed out. Yeah, basically. Um, and then the other one, too, I will say. As okay. Yeah, we're going to We have a minute 22. I just want to say as we get ready to wind this down, I'm very much proud of Florida State. I am very proud of Florida State. Snippy, are you are you proud of Florida State Snoops? And you like are you proud of Florida State? Are you? You want you want to hear more proud about Georgia? I'll play the Tom Hawks. Georgia was dominated. Snippy, hi. Georgia. Snippy, were you proud of Georgia? Oh yes, that 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 Georgia D line. UCLA, USF, UF. Washington's choke job, and and you want to have Snoopy do the 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 FSC thing? I, I thought you would have been yeah, interested we'll, to talk we'll, about the we'll, Washington. We'll, we'll do that in the end, but uh, but let me get let, let me get my quick pointers down. LSU, I am was disappointed in Ed Oregon and that entire mess. I would never thought Ed Oregon would lose to Chip Kelly. Let me get Ed, that straight or, right away. Orgeron. Washington, I'm Orgeron. I still play for that coach, though. If, if I had to pick a college, I'd definitely play for him. But anyways, Washington losing Miami, I was disappointed. But I think Washington will bounce back against Michigan. Hopefully. 
I I I, I won't doubt it, but I hope they do. And then what else? USF continue to struggle against North Carolina. How do you feel about that? Well, folks, North Carolina that's State. That's about all we got. Because, Flash, you want to do this closeout, or are you going to keep talking about college football? Out of curiosity. Snoopy, you want to do the closeout? Oh, God. Who wants to do the closeout? I have it up in the air, taking offers. Oh, anybody, yeah. anybody. I can have an option. Are you sure? Oh, for the love of God. I know, Snoopy. We gotta get you to make other now. What will Georgia beat Alabama soon, Snoopy? What what will Georgia beat Alabama? Ace, you're first. No comment. His face. Hang on. I know, I know. Looking for something different? We've got that. Wow. How do we get an ad on YouTube while we're recording? Oh, I didn't even get that. We're about to get sued for copyright infringement. Good lord. Flash is about to get us copyrighted for that. You're going to get us copyrighted for that, too. He is going to get us copyrighted for that. Yeah, you do understand how copyright works, right? But, well, people, all of the ones who watched this episode, thank you for everything. We're going to have a special guest, I think, tomorrow and next week. So That is all, folks. Fun time. That is all, right, Snoops? That is all. Say bye-bye. And we are, waiting to, we are still waiting to say goodbye. Um, oh. Yeah, you're okay, still I guess uh, Snoopy's becoming the the cat that you see in the uh, Chinese restaurant. Uh, the lucky cat. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Oh my god. Please stop. Stop while you still can. What? I didn't say nothing wrong. He's our, he's our lucky charm. Wow. Wow. Oh my lord.